welcome to Captivate and Close. I'm Kinsey Mackis, business consultant and marketing strategist, and I'm going to show you how to attract and enroll high-paying clients using my breakthrough online marketing strategies, all without having to rely on complicated funnels, disingenuous clickbait, or spammy sales tactics. These are the messaging, marketing, and selling secrets that virtually no one is talking about. So let's dive in. Hey, you. Welcome back to another episode. I hope you are having such an incredible week. I am coming off the tails of a really, really huge week for me and just really fun depiction of my life and the variety within it. Um, I went to uh, a fly-in event for the mastermind that I'm a part of and I ended up doing something differently than what we usually do. And we, you know, the mastermind that I'm a part of is mostly made up of men, but there is a very small fraction of us women. And we ended up renting out an Airbnb together this time And it was just such an incredible experience in spending time with these women, of course, learning from the event. But what I got the most out of was really those intentional and intimate conversations that you have that are just fluid and flow, right? And this is really important when you think about any sort of coaching program, any sort of mastermind, any sort of community you're in, you're only going to get out of that what you put into it. I think there's a lot of blame around coaches or consultants or service providers providing the exact service or feeling like all the pressure is on them to deliver. But ultimately, what you put in, you get out. And when you take full responsibility and accountability for the results you get, you will make the most out of every experience even if you feel like it isn't necessarily aligned for you i think about this particular event that we went to last week the content itself wasn't super aligned with the things that i needed but i was very committed and dedicated to making that experience worth it for me and my business and my life and that is exactly the result that i created for myself so i think that's just a really good reminder for you and also What was so fun is I went directly from Nashville to Utah where my daughter was having a cheer competition. My mom met me in Utah. She drove, it's about a five-hour drive from where we are in Idaho to Utah. She drove Reagan, my daughter, there and I met them. I flew directly from Nashville to Utah. My husband had to stay here in Idaho for my oldest. Uh, He had a basketball tournament. And so we're literally, um, you know, having to be in three places, three different states at once. Um, thankful for my mom for helping out. And of course, we had other sets of grandparents that helped out here for my husband and, you know, the toddler. <laughs> and um, it was just so fun to, you know, I was sitting in this room and, and spending these days with the most brilliant humans that I've ever met, really unlocking a lot of my own brilliance. 
and then flying directly to this cheer competition where I it was all mom mode right I just like put on that role and fully immerse myself in this experience of being fully present for my daughter and my mom and making that just an incredible experience she ended up taking first place which is so fun they got a bid to regionals which is going to be in Anaheim in a couple months but really being present to those experiences and if you think about sort of how we show up in our life in our business it can feel little I think for me anyway I'll speak for myself but I I hear this in this theme within our clientele is like it can feel a little whiplashy like we are so good at playing these roles because we do it so deeply we're not sort of running around like a robot that's exactly what we prevent right a lot of us actually moved out of a season of just moving through the motions which is why we became an entrepreneur in the first place just creating that time and financial freedom and it's so fun to just kind of observe yourself in these various roles and really watching yourself be fully present to the moment right now so what a week. I'm still coming off of that. You know, for me, it takes me a little bit of time to recover from traveling and stimulation. I get so easily overstimulated, but maybe I'll do an episode on that. That would be good, but that's actually not what we're talking about today. I'm actually going to give you a really quick potent lesson on decision-making. We are in the thick of Queen, which is our three-day virtual workshop, really helping women build or see that framework for a category of one coaching business. And a lot of times what comes up within this workshop and also just generally when we're coaching clients and really helping them build those sustainable foundations and create that extraordinary business, it all comes back to the decisions that we make. And I notice that especially as women, we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to make the perfect or the right decisions. This could be at the micro level, it could be at the macro level, but every day, every moment, we are faced with decisions that we have to make constantly. And I don't know about you, but I can tend to get into decision fatigue very easily. I'm making decisions for myself, I'm making them for our family, I'm making them for the dinners, I'm making them for the groceries, the kids' activities, like the team it's just constant like I gave the example even of my husband asking me what he should wear and I'm like to him it's just a simple question but like to me for somebody that already has to filter through so many decisions right it can feel very overwhelming and so when we think of those decisions though and eliminating decision fatigue we have to build the skill in decision making how to make decisions what space to make decisions from, and what to avoid after making those decisions. And the first thing to really understand is there is no right or wrong decision. The only decision is the decision. And when you remove sort of this barrier that there is a right or wrong way to do something or a right or wrong thing to decide, you will eliminate so much pressure and stress from your life because the thought that this is right this is wrong or there's one path or there's you know there's there's only one way to success if we look at the macro level what I know to be true is that a lot of women really put the pressure on themselves as like if I I have to make this right decision because this means that I will or will not be successful 
And when we stop coming from decisions from the place of right or wrong and we just come from like, what decision do I need to make today? And how will I move forward once that decision is made? That really is the most important piece. You can eliminate so much unnecessary suffering when you just believe that there is no right or wrong decision. It's the only decision that you make that is the right one. The worst way to make decisions is to not make decisions at all. That is what will keep you stuck. And this is what I see the majority of women really kind of uh, flounder in is the indecision. The amount of energy that is extracted in the place of indecision is literally insane. I wish I had a measurement around this, but I know for myself how many loops open in my brain. And when we have um, something that's not decided or we're, we're just constantly going round and round, it's just an open loop in your brain, in your body, that's just generating energy. And when you think about even from a a depletion perspective, if you have your body's consuming this energy and indecision, right? You can imagine how that will not be very fruitful to you at the end of each day. It's an open loop and we have to close as many loops as possible. Especially if you're like me, you've got that ADD brain and all you do is you open new loops for yourself, right? And so it's like really getting in that habit of closing loops and it's deciding it's decision so when we think of making better decisions first of all we got to actually just make decisions most of you are not making the decisions you need to it's remaining in that openness of indecision which is the very thing that's keeping you stuck The other piece to that is then understanding what are the thoughts behind the decision you're making this is an example that came up even during the workshop is uh, deciding between one niche or the other and not knowing which niche is the right niche. When we have the thought that there's the one right niche, you can imagine that the decision is going to be really hard to make. But when you actually have the thought that all roads will lead to success and the decision I make will be right, then the pressure releases and you have more clarity to make the decision that's aligned with where you're going. So we have to really remove the thoughts that are preventing you from making a decision and then make decisions. Now here's the most important piece to all of this. It's what happens after the decision. And I am here to tell you that I am 100% guilty of this. But here's the thing. We make a decision. We're like, cool, this is it, right? But then what happens is there's only a part of you that goes into that decision. It's sort of like, I'm just going to try this thing out. I'm just going to dabble here. Or I made the decision, but there's still this doubt in me that it's actually the right decision. So you kind of waffle. And you may either subconsciously do this or consciously, but I see this happen all the time. It's sort of like, I'm going to make Instagram my platform. But then you still have this belief that maybe that's not the right thing and you're going to wait for the validation that it is the right thing, right? So it's like, oh, I'm a couple months in. I've been building consistently on Instagram, but my followers haven't grown. Or I'm not getting the engagement that I want. So actually, Instagram was not the right decision. And so you switch platforms. Like This is a micro example of how they see this play out over and over again. Because when you decide it's the right decision, you commit to making that decision work. It's not about whether or not Instagram is the right platform. It's how do I make Instagram work for me? 
it's not a matter of like, is this the right niche? It's how do I make this niche work for me? And when you make a decision but then question the choice that you made, you waffle. And you only play halfway instead of full out. And so you will never actually see the results that you wanted to see because you're not actually committed to that decision. This is, I again too am notorious of this. And this is something that I see over and over and over again. It's even like launching a new offer. Oh, this offer is going to be so great. This is going to be the thing, right? And then three months, six months, whatever, you don't get the results. And so you question, oh, was this the right decision? There's never a matter of looking backwards and saying, was this the right decision or not? You have to make the decision and then believe that it's the right decision and you keep moving forward. How you continue to make decisions from that space isn't questioning the past decisions. It's not questioning yourself. It's not doubting your past. It's not saying things like, I've wasted all this time. That's you going back on your decision. That's you going back on your commitment or your perceived commitment. You cannot create the results you want if you only have one foot in the door. And most of that happens when we sort of halfway make decisions. And it definitely happens, right, when you sit in the space of no decision at all. It's going to feel like you're keeping yourself really busy and you're kind of like working away, but nothing actually moves forward because you're just constantly doubting yourself. You're constantly sitting in that place of what's right, what's wrong, doubting, right, that there is a path to success, knowing that the path to success isn't in the path you decide. It's just like you moving. And so anytime you're placed with decisions, this is the framework you can apply to all the decisions you make, right? In first of all, understanding what is the thought behind the decision that you're making, right? A lot of indecision comes from how we're feeling about a decision and thoughts are what create our feelings. So if we just pause and really gain the awareness around the decision itself, you can eliminate a lot or most of the clutter. Then we decide. We commit to making a decision. And lastly, We go all in and you don't look back. You don't. You decide 100% that's the decision. You're all in and you move as if that is the plan. That's it. Simplify. Simplify this so you can eliminate so much of that energy that exists in indecision and keep moving the needle in the best way forward so that you can literally achieve anything you want. I hope you enjoyed this. See you next time. Hey, you. Thank you so much for listening. It's an honor to be able to pour into the hearts and minds of like-minded entrepreneurs all over the world. But my most favorite part is being able to connect with you in real life. If you loved what you heard here, head over to the community where thousands of female CEOs just like you are changing the world one human at a time. We go deeper into the topics we discuss here and give away tangible roadmaps to help you crush your revenue goals. To join this high caliber free community, head over to kinseymackis.com forward slash community. See you there.